so much drama. In the, I don't know, Pakoda rankings. 877-337-6666. That really made me laugh. That's some, uh, and that's right. She's married to, um, what's his name? From Kiss. I, I forgot that. Gene, uh, Gene Simmons. Shannon Tweed. That's right. Shannon Tweed. Full circle Shannon Tweed show. 877-337-6666. I mentioned the Yankees and the Pakoda rankings. Now, they Pakoda's been doing this for a long time. And if you really check their track record, uh, they, they actually are fairly, you know, they do a fairly good job at these projections. Now, everyone's going to point, you know, last year they had the Yankees winning the division as well. But if you look at it right now, let me pull it up again. The Pakoda, who's a officiate, uh, who's uh, who works with Major League Baseball and Baseball Prospectus, has the Yankees projected to win ninety four point four games this year, which would win the division, and the Baltimore Orioles and win the division comfortably. Second place will be Toronto with eighty eight wins, and Baltimore would regress all the way down and lose four, you know. 14, 15 games and finish 86 with 86 wins. And, you know, I know it's just projections, but this speaks to what baseball, I mean, this is not just because the Yankee fan right now, I've tried to talk to you, all right, to get into the Yankees here for a second. I tried to talk to you. And I know we're disappointed in the idea that they haven't gone all the way in, me as much as anyone. I am I I thought they should have added a starting pitcher. I'm convinced they won't now. I mean, every time I go anywhere, like I was at my son's basketball game today, the number one question I get is Blake Snell. Like if anybody, you know, they know who I am, they know I'm a Yankee fan, the the question I without question get is Blake Snell. Is they, are they going to sign Blake Snell? Are they going to sign Blake Snell? No, they're not going to sign Blake Snell. Unless it falls down to a one to a one-year contract, they are not going to sign Blake Snell and that's not going to happen. Boris is not going to let that happen. He's going to take this all the way to freaking March if he has to. And he's going to sign a long-term deal. The Yankees are not getting him. The Yankees are done. The Yankees are completely done. This is the team. And as much as I'm disappointed in the idea of not adding that second starting pitcher, and that's really all else I wanted, they improved the offense, and they improved this team more than any other team in the American League. They added Juan freaking Soto. Like, it's easy to forget now because it happened months ago and nothing else has happened, and we just completely, oh, you know, okay, yeah, so how much does that really help? I mean, uh, uh, championships were won by pitching. Have you paid attention to what's cost the Yankees? We've been saying this for years. They get into a playoff series. They don't score. They've added Juan Soto and Verdugo and completely balanced out the lineup. Like, I think the lineup is going to be much better. Gleyber Torres... You know, has proven it now. I th- I think that he's back to being at least a very good to above average offensive second baseman. I think Rizzo, if healthy, will give you good numbers. Stanton's a wild card, no question about it. But Verdugo is going to be good. I think you're going to see better from Volpe. I think DJ is going to be more like the player he was the second half. There's a lot of ifs there, but still, you are talking about the most dynamic duo in all of the sport. There is not a better one-two punch than Juan Soto and Judge. And if Judge is healthy, 
the team last year probably wins 90 games. If Judge played every game last year and never had the, the never ran into the wall in LA. This team is a winning team. This team is going to compete for the AFC East. Oh, Jesus. I'm losing my mind. The AL East. They are going to compete. I think Baltimore winning 86 games is probably a bit of a stretch. But I do think when you look at a young team that overachieved the way they did, and make no mistake about it, they had a nice year the year before. They won 82 games. They were over 500, 83 games. First time in forever. And then they jumped up to win 100 games and win that division. Like, if you look at it, I mean, you are talking about everybody. Everybody getting better. And I know they've added Corbin Burns, who's an excellent starting pitcher. But are you sure you're going to get that same year from Bradish again? Are you sure? Are you sure Grayson Rodriguez is going to be the stud that he kind of showed you at the tail end of the season? I mean, I still have question marks. They've lost their closer, who's been the best closer in baseball. They replaced it with Craig Kimbrell, who is a Hall of Famer, but by no means the same pitcher he was. And then if you look at the lineup, I, I think Adley Rushman is a, a granted uh, 100%. He's 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 one of, if not the best catcher in baseball, and I fully expect him to have a monster season. But you look at some of the other guys. like You look at some of these young players they're banking on. Like I'm not saying that they're going to just be terrible, but I, what I am saying is you don't think that they could regress. You think they're going to be an absolute powerhouse? Everybody thinks the Orioles are going to be this big powerhouse. Teams that jump up and make a 20-game jump in wins. They made a 20-game jump from one year to the next. You think they're only going up from there? I like the Orioles. I think they're a very good team, and I think they, they should be considered the favorite of the division. I don't necessarily buy into as much as I've had fun on Twitter, and I've kind of told you I think the Yankees are right there to win the division. I do. I think they are right there. But going into it, it's only fair to give the Orioles the advantage and consider them the favorites to win the division. But this Yankee team, lest we forget, I know they didn't go all in, and I'm disappointed. On some level, I'm disappointed. And I'm pissed off they didn't go get that pitcher. I'm pissed off they didn't give another $25 million to make Yamamoto pick the Dodgers. I know it's a convenient thought. Oh, he wanted the Dodgers. He was going to be a Dodger, wanted the Dodgers. Yeah, it was going to always be a Dodger. Not if the Yankees offered him more money. We don't know that. We just don't know. And I'm disappointed they didn't go that extra mile for him. And then I'm disappointed they weren't the ones who traded for Corbin Burns. And, hey, a trade for Cease or a trade for Bieber is still on the table, and I'm hoping they still look into that. And the team's never complete until after the trade deadline. But they did add. They did improve themselves as much or more than any team in the American League. And quite honestly, with Judge, they're a 90-win team. And they add, just last year, that last year's team, as terrible as it was, they're a 90-win team with Aaron Judge last year. They've also added Verdugo and Juan Soto. And now have the dangerous, most most dangerous middle of the lineup in the sport, in my opinion. The Yankees are good. The Yankees are much better. And while I might have some fun and you might all kill me for sleeping on the Orioles, do not sleep on the New York Yankees. I'm sorry. This Yankee team is going to be good. This Yankee team is going to battle for that division. This Yankee team is projected to win 94 games, not by me, not by stupid Yankee fans, by baseball prospectus. Now, is that 
a guarantee that they're right. No, they project, projected them to win 97 last year. I don't think you can take for account that Judge will miss the whole time. And if Soto or Judge go down for months at a time, yeah, they won't win 94 games. But if you look at it fairly, as much as you might be disappointed and as much as you might think Hal doesn't spend enough money and as much as you think his Cashman never makes the big move all in and Cashman made the trade for Juan Soto and then went back to sleep, the fact of the matter is is they did add Stroman. I think their rotation can be very good. I The real the big question mark is Rodon. I don't think Nestor is a question mark as long as he's healthy. And I think Clark Schmidt is an excellent fifth man. And I expect Stroman to be a... Three point, you know, three five, three four ERA guy, like he's been his entire career, and be consistent. And I expect Garrett Cole to maybe not win the Cy Young again, but to be one of the best pitchers in baseball. And nobody, nobody does better with their bullpen and finding arms than the New York Yankees. This is a playoff team, and this is a team that will battle for the World Series. They are in. They are in the mix to win a World Series, as presently constituted, and they will probably add to their team at the deadline if they can. I'm not thrilled with the offseason. I'm not doing jumping jacks, but some of the reaction from the Yankee fan base is, is, is in my mind, ridiculous. They added Juan Soto. He's one of the great players in the sport. Verdugo is a good left-handed hitter, contact hitter. It's what the team needs desperately. Carlos Rodon is a year removed from being one of the best pitchers in baseball. This is a very good team. And I'm I'm tired of reading how they're awful and they can't compete with the O's. And Brian, you know, the this the, the Yankee group again has a miserable offseason, underwhelming, blah, 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 blah. They're gonna be bad. 80, 88 wins if they're lucky. Baseball Prospectus just told you they're the best team in, in the in the AL East. Glenn in Long Branch. What's up, Glenn? Chris, what's up, bud? What's up, man? How are you? So I called you a couple weeks ago. We we touched on it at the end of, our, end of the conversation. I looked it up after I got off the phone with you. But it was uh, Yankees are at 93.5 wins for their over-under total. Yep. Um, so that kind of tells you what Vegas is thinking. And Vegas is usually pretty close to uh, – what they think, but um, let me ask you real quick. You were talking about that baseball, that brawl at, um, with Martino Martinez. How did that start again? Did Martinez get a bomb off him earlier? Did someone hit a home run? I can't rem- I remember the game. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't remember how, but I'm pretty sure the Yankees got to Benitez and he blew a save. I, I forget exactly what happened, but I'm pretty sure he blew a save, and then the next batter after the, the big hit that, either tie, that obviously tied the game uh, – uh, Martinez got hit right in the back. Yeah, and then like Martinez points to him like twice or two times or something like that. And Daryl Strawberry just went berserk. And yeah, like Graham, Graham Lloyd and Strawberry are the <laughs> the big um, the big yeah, uh, guys from that team. And they interviewed Steinbrenner after the game. You know what was his thoughts? He said it was great. Yeah, no, they was um, fighting fire with the team. So yeah, for example, like so yeah, the Baltimore Orioles. If you just go to Vegas right now, I'm on FanDuel. The Baltimore Orioles over-under is 91 and a half wins. The New York Yankees over-under is 93 and a half. So, right. even, so, so whether they- it's baseball prospectus, whether it's Vegas, both, both places have now Vegas is a little different because they go on betting trends as well. And the Yankees you know, tend to get more love. But right now, whether it's Vegas or baseball prospectus, 
both places have the Yankees with more wins than the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I, uh, we'll have to see how it pans out, but you're right. I mean, who, who, did they play over their heads last year? Was there no pressure on them? They were playing with house money, Baltimore? No one expected Yeah, I mean, I, I think now people will come for them. There's a little bit of that. Uh, I don't know if it'll be the way um, Mookie Betts talked about the Dodgers as being, uh, if you saw the comments from him, every time everyone yeah. will play, we'll treat it like the World Series. I don't know about that necessarily. That's a little strong. That's yeah. a little strong, but uh, I do think that this team, it's just its just a natural progression too. Too many times, you've, you've watched sports, I've watched sports, and thank you for the call, Glenn. When teams make these large jumps, there there is a lot of time, a little bit of regression the next year. Like look at look at the Giants, and I'm not saying that the 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 Orioles are far more talented. The Orioles have a lot of young talent, but you look at the Giants; they pop up. They have that big nine uh, nine win season out of nowhere, make the playoffs, win a playoff game, and everybody just assumed a lot of Giant fans. Huh, the number seven and a half, Chris. I've never made easier money in my life. The Giants, oh, we're under the radar. Everyone's talking about the Jets. The Giants are really good. Like, there, there's something about these teams that make that big jump. And there's a lot of young kids. And it, just to assume they'll all be just as good or to assume that it'll go the same way or to assume the Yankees will be as bad and win 82 games, you know, the Yankees will win more games against them. And there's just, so, I mean, I, I just find it hard to believe that you're going to look at all these young kids on that team and just assume. Like, Gunnar Henderson had a great second half. You think he's just going to be, you know, excellent the rest of the way? I mean, uh, what's his name? Kerstad uh, hit some home runs down the stretch. He's got some power. Anthony uh, Santander had one of his best seasons of his career. You know, it's just Ryan Mountcastle. They didn't really – I don't think they had to deal with much injury. And that rotation, like, Bradish was unbelievable. And if you look at, you know, Kyle Bradish, like, last year – he pitched to a 2.2.83 ERA. He started 30 games. He had a hundred. He, he averaged a strikeout per inning and a WHIP of 1.04. I mean, I understand they added Burns. Do you think Bradish is going to just do that again? You sure? Like they're going to make an? They're going to make a? An adjustment to him. The league's going to make an adjustment to him. And let's not forget, they folded and they couldn't win a single playoff game and looked awful. George in Brooklyn wants to talk about the other team in town. What's up, George? Oh, I'm loving this baseball talk, man. I miss it so much. It's coming. It's coming. Wait. It it is coming. What's your call? I think the only thing I would say is I think I would take the Mookie Betts Shohei Otani back and forth lefty-righty over Judge and Soto. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, one more time? I said, I, I think I would take the Mookie Betts and Shohei back-to-back over, you know, Judge. Mm. Well, listen, you add you add Freddie Freeman in there, it's the better three, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I, no, I, I don't think I would, to be totally no? honest with you. No? Yeah. I don't think I would. I, I, they're both great players, but I think Judge is the best hitter in baseball. I think he's even better than Otani. Uh, and he's better than – so the best, of the, the best of the four is Judge and Soto's ability to – um, get on base like Otani's done it one year or two years offensively, really, where he's been a crazy great offensive player. Uh, Soto's done it for a long time, and I think Judge is better. But I think certainly the three, the the next whether it's 
I don't know, Rizzo or Glaber or Stanton or Verdugo. I don't, I don't even know, DJ, LeMahieu, whoever you put there at third doesn't come anywhere close to yeah. Freddie Freeman. So, yes, the, I, you're right. The middle of the lineup is better with the Dodgers. Tinahu, uh, who's been quiet too, the, uh, the Blue Jays, they, they haven't done nothing. They haven't done anything. And, and let me tell you something right now. The Blue Jays are absolute frauds. The only thing they've done is put uh, Vladimir Guerrero on the cover of uh, MLB The Show. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, yeah, they right. added IKF and they and they re-signed um, Kiermaier. Like that's it. Now to give them credit, they were you know we all thought he was we all thought Otani was going there. He was on his he was on a private plane out to Toronto. So they tried really hard on him. They they were in on Yamamoto. They went out and really shopped at the you know at Tiffany's. Came home with nothing and then really didn't do anything to improve their team. And you want to talk about playoff frauds? I mean, just absolute disasters in the playoffs. They, I mean. Uh, I, I don't trust that team as far as I can throw them. The Yankees are better than the Blue Jays. The Yankees are flat out better than the Blue Jays. There is no yeah, doubt absolutely. in my mind. There is no but doubt in my mind. The Yankees the are the second best. By uh, like I hear, you can't even tell me they're the third best team in the division. They are the second best team in the division by a mile, at the very least. They, I, I think you can find out they're the best team in the division. But I'm telling you right now, they are without question better than Tampa Bay, and they're better than Toronto. One hundred percent. That's what I, I definitely agree with you there. I well, I'm thinking, I do want to talk about the Mets. I do yeah. like the Mets. Their bullpen a little bit. I mean, I know. I mean, the only person I really don't like is Adovino. I think he's you know kind of a little too older now. But I like the Japanese guy. And you know what? There is um, there's still room to you know. They can still add maybe one more piece. Say like if someone gets hurt, there is a Japanese guy who normally the other Japanese pitcher signed. Didn't he? He was. Uh, I'll check on where he signed, but I think he signed. I don't think he's out there anymore. Eric and Ronkonkoma, what's up, Eric? Yeah, how you doing, Steve? What's up, buddy? Um, how are you? I I, I caught I caught a little clip of that, that that movie you were talking about. That weird title. Uh, uh yeah, the um, Cannibal. I, I just I just got rid of it to look up something else. I got to bring it back up. Yeah, cannibal, avocado, cannibal yeah, women cannibal women of uh, uh, on avocado uh, island or something. Yeah. Right, if you want to see a really terrible, low budget movie, but that'll make you laugh like forever. Uh, but it's fairly recent. And it's got a well known actor in it. All right. Mm-hmm. Attack of the Killer Donuts. All right. So it, it's so stupid. I mean, it goes back to like the, you know, the. Um, uh, attacking to kill tomatoes, kill clowns, tomatoes, right. type genre, you know. But it's got a well-known. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You got to watch it, or we'll look it up. But, but it, it's just like so, you know, so bad, you know, that you can't believe that it's from like eight years ago, you know. Um, 2016 but, yeah. Attack of the Killer Donuts. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't see the so, I don't see the famous actor in it though. I'm oh, you will scroll through it. You'll see. You'll see. Um, but just, um, just do me a favor and tell me because I'm looking and I don't see it. See Thomas Howell. You know who C. Thomas Howell is. C. Thomas Howell. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I mean, outsiders. On, yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, I have to be honest with you. Not by the name. No, I looked at the picture. I really? recognize his face. Yeah. I, I, I guarantee you, when you see his face. Yes. No, I just did. I, I clicked on him. Yes, I remember right. from the Outsiders. But yeah, okay. no. Um, I don't. Um, know, I don't know how but, but, yeah, a, a famous an actor no. he is anymore, unfortunately. Uh, well, any more is a different is a different uh, question, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, certainly he, he was he was big in the eighties and early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, it's interesting you mentioned that that was it the Pakoda scale uh, because uh, Evan was talking about that like around five o'clock yesterday, saying how it's like m- much more often than not uh, those those projections are wrong. Compared um, to what the, the actual results have well, been. Well, listen, and, and last year, last year, last year, they, last year in particular, the the AL East they had way wrong. They had uh, they had ninety seven wins for the Yankees. They only had right. uh, eighty for the Orioles. Uh, they were way wrong on the AL East. But if you look, I believe I read an article that said, you know, listen, it's projecting baseball. I mean, anything could happen. Right, I yeah. mean, you know, if it right. was if they were right on the money, I would just take this to to my book and just bet all all these teams on their over unders. Right, uh, because this thing right, is perfect. He, he, he rattled off about yeah, he rattled off about seven to ten different examples of how off. I mean, again, it's a projection, like you said. And of course, I mean, it's it's just. But there's, uh, but my point is, there's thinking behind it. This isn't just Evan going. This is what I think is going to happen. This is baseball yeah, perspective yeah. Right. breaking down numbers. And I think over the like, if you look over the course of of their their history of doing this. They're 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 more they're more right than any other projection system. That's why it's become popular. Like it's not it's yeah, it's well, become a thing that people pay attention to, not because it's wrong all the time, but because compared to most other projections, it's done a fairly good job. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, of course, I, I you can would, go through uh, and find a million things they got wrong, no doubt. Sure. Uh, I mean that, that over under though number for Baltimore sounds a little more reasonable to me. Uh, I, I can see a ten game swing. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. You know, being closer to to you know, I I I mean, unless again, unless you know, there's an injury, a couple of injuries involved, like you said, you can't account for that. Um, you know, I I think that it's a little bit more realistic to to go hundred percent. And uh, listen, I even and it, I, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be competitive this uh, yeah. this season, no doubt. And I even said it. I, I said, you know, I was I I tweeted out just to 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 be a, a little bit of a troll and have some fun. I think the Yankee fans themselves have gotten way too. I think the Yankee fans have been too underwhelming on this team. I think the Yankees are going to be very good, but do I think Bolton was going to win eighty six games? No, I do not. I think Bolton was going to be better than that. I think the Bolton was going to be far better than that. I think the Yankees and the Orioles are going to have a rivalry that they haven't had in a long time. It's going to be fun. I think the Yankees and the Orioles are the two best teams in the division, and I think the Orioles should be considered the favorite. I agree. I disagree with the Pakota standings. I think the Yankees' 94 is right on the money, and I think the Orioles should be right around that, 94-95. I think the Orioles and the Yankees are right on par with each other. I just don't think it's a runaway train. People are talking like like Baltimore can't be beat in this division. I mean, there is a chance they finish third in the division. Like, you tell me there's no chance? I don't I don't think so. My bet would be they're, the one of the, they're either the first or the second best team in that division. I think them and the Yankees are right there. So that's ninety four is about where I think the Yankees. I think that's a good number for the Yankees. Eighty six is way too low for Baltimore, in my opinion. But I do think Baltimore is going to regress. What do you think? Baltimore is going to win one hundred and ten games. Like that's where I'm. That's where I just. That's where I'm curious with what people think. Like you think Baltimore is just going to continue? Everyone's going to get better. Like that's how you. That's how people talk about Baltimore. They're so young. They're so talented. They have more guys coming. Like, there's just, I mean, they're going to be unstoppable. They won 101 games last year. Do you think they're going to win 110? What do we think Baltimore is going to be? Because if I had to bet on it, I would take the under on 100 wins. I think they're going to go under 100. It's not easy to win 101 games. It's not easy. And they got a bunch of kids. uh, You know, I was just... 
I wanted to look at Kyle Bradish. Um, the year before in 2022, so he he was obviously a rookie in 2022. He emerged in 2023. So I, I'm not trying to tell you he's he's not trending in the right direction. He finished fourth in the Cy Young. He had an incredible season. But his first year in the big leagues, he had a 4.9 ERA in 23 starts, and he had a 1.4 whip. Now that's his rookie year. He got better his second year. That what do you what do you think he's going to have this year? 2.5 ERA with a with a uh, 0.9 whip. Also, like, to expect their bullpen to be this good again would be ridiculous. Uh, same. The bullpen was incredible last year. The bull, uh, the bullpen is going to regress. Like the team, I just they won 101 games. They jumped up 80. They they jumped up 20 games. Excuse me. They won 83. I think the year before. So you're talking about jumping up 18 games. That's a lot of games to make a to make a jump in one year. And the Yankees happen to be terrible. I think the Yankees are far better. And I don't think they'll win as many games. And I think they're right there with the O's. Stewart in Brooklyn. What's up, Stu Pot? I, I would tend to agree with you, but look at what they just got, the Orioles. They got a boatload of money, didn't they? They just got ownership that's willing to spend. Uh, a la a certain other person that's across town from us. But the one thing that they have to have is a good management team, meaning people to make the proper decisions on the proper place to go after. And getting Corbin Burns is a right a step in the right direction. They oh, no doubt. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. It's yeah, a, it's a, There's he no is. doubt about it. You and I both wanted him on the, in the box. He was my number one target. And yeah, the day exactly. he did, the day he went to the Orioles really pissed me off. Oh, uh, that, that was that so was a that was a salvo to the New York Yankees. And I don't often say this a lot because I think it's pointless. But if George were around, they would respond with something because that's a salvo to the Yankees. That was the name uh, the Yankees George, had talked uh, about. George would have uh, responded with more than a salvo. He would have responded with three salvos. Well, I mean, listen, they did get Juan Soto. I mean, I don't know what yeah, you, I I don't know what you want. I don't know what you to, want. They were supposed to go get Yamamoto. They, and I, I, I agree, and they should have done it. But the, I'm, I'm saying once that once the trade was made, what did you expect him to do from this point on? Well, like, get Montgomery in? Get they Mon- were all in, and obviously they're not. Well, I, I halfway in. They're uh, half, about halfway in. No, they're a little more than halfway in. Okay, I understand. So See, but here we go. This so, is, I, I, I had this conversation with you, Stu. I said after the Soto trade, I said, "How do you feel about Brian Cashman?" You know, and you told me, "Oh no, I was wrong about Brian Cashman. I feel better about Brian Cashman." Blah blah. I still feel now, better about well, him. Well, now, yes. but now we're killing him again. No, I'm not. I'm not killing him. I'm. I'm only saying he should have done a lot, a little bit more than. What I. They, they should have tried done. to go out and get a second starter. I'm pissed right. off they didn't do it. I agree with you, but at the same time. Like I do think, like you got you got to pay. I yeah. mean, how much money do you expect this team to put in? And 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 once this move was made, like, do you want to go give Snell two hundred and sixty million dollars? No, I want to give Snell one fifty. Well, they offered him one fifty. So you and Brian Cashman are on the same page. Eventually, his price tag is going to come back to that. Are you sure? Eventually, I don't if know. He doesn't get any offers. Yeah, but I eventually First, if he doesn't get offers. <clears throat> He's going to eventually come back down to one. Yeah, I know, but the same. This is not the first time we've been at this rodeo where guys don't get offers. I mean, do you think if he comes back down to one fifty, you think the Yankees should sign him? If he comes to one fifty, 
Come on, I, I, I guess I need money and I need money to sign. I need money to sign Soto next year. Well, exactly. But you want to know what somebody said on another station, which will remain nameless. The Yankees are going to have to outspend everybody. What does that mean? To stay, order to stay competitive, the Yankees will have to outspend everybody because that's what that's the where we stand right now. To stay competitive? No, to stay up where they should be. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's that's how everyone. The Dodgers are outspending everybody. Well, that's the, how they are. With, that's the where they are. Where they are. Crazy, crazy, insane money. Well, that's why. But I mean, yeah. I mean, listen. But if your point is the Yankees' farm system sucks, or the I, I disagree. The Yankees, in some projections, have the seventh to, to tenth best farm system in baseball. After trading away a million pitchers for Verdugo, they lost them at the five, Rule Five draft. They traded away for Verdugo. They traded away for Soto. They traded away a ton of pitching, and they still have the the tenth best at worst and uh, most projections, the tenth best farm system in baseball. And they got young players. They got Wells. They got uh, the the middle of the diamond is going to be young players for a long time. Hopefully, Wells, Volpe. And Dominguez are going to be shortstop, catcher, and center fielder. They're going to have to develop some pitching, I agree, and we'll see. But the Yankees are going to have to spend more than anybody to compete. Uh, I, they're going to have to spend what they typically spend. They'll always spend more than most. The Dodgers spend a ton of money. And we're right now we're upset with the Mets for not trying to do that. So we'll see. 877-337-6666. But the point is... I'm I'm tired of hearing that the Yankees aren't going to compete in this division. And while I don't necessarily, I wouldn't bet the farm on the Pakota standings, I'm not trying to tell you that. And personally, I think their Baltimore one's a little wacky to only give them 86 wins. But what I'm telling you is, is if you look at this team and then baseball prospectus looks at this team, the New York Yankees are going to be in a battle to win this division. I'm hearing too much of not not going all in. They're going to win 85 games. There's a difference between going all in and trying to be a team that can win 100 to 105 games and being where they are, which is a 95-win team. I didn't, I didn't think 95 wins was enough considering they might lose Soto. I wanted to go more. I wanted to be that team that's going to be projected to win 100, 105 games. That's what I wanted off of last year's miser- miserable finish and the idea that they might only have Soto for a year. I wanted to really give them a great chance to be the best team in baseball and go out there and win a championship. Now they only have a fair chance, but they have a fair chance. And and, and I hear t- way too many people talking as if they have no chance. If you think they have no chance to win the World Series, I I think you're a fool. 877-337-6666. McMonigle with you. We'll continue to take your calls right after this. So I'm having uh, a couple of good back and forths on Twitter about the Orioles, and I did see this. I thought it was I thought it was actually incorrect when I first saw it because I think I saw it on Twitter, and then the first response was indicating that it wasn't true, but it is. And Rami pointed it out to me. So we talk about the Orioles and how young they are, <clears throat> and how they're only getting better. And while I, I don't disagree with that, and I think the Orioles are going to be a problem for a while. I agree. They they just got bought. They're going to have money. They're willing to make moves like going out and getting and going out and getting burns. They've got a young, talented team. They still have. I was just watching the uh, MLB Top 100 prospect show they do every year, and I mean, Orioles are all over the top 20. I mean, they have, you know, they have the number one prospect in Holiday, who probably will make his appearance some point in Major League Baseball this year. They're young. They're talented. No doubt about it. But sometimes it's just 
everything went right for them last year. They won 101 games. Like, it's just hard to have everything go right again. It's it's you think that they because they won 100 games last year they're guaranteed to do it again because all these young kids are going to get better. Not necessarily. But the stat we just heard was we talk about how young the Orioles are. Uh, Adley Rushman, who was I believe the number one overall pick, and is now uh, voted by the Shredder MLB Baseball and probably you know I think most people would admit as the best catcher in baseball. Just had his 26th birthday the other day. So Adley Rushman just turned 26. Juan Soto is about 250 days younger. Juan Soto is still 25 year old, five years old. Juan Soto. Juan Soto has won a World Series. He has played six, one, two, three, four, five. He has played six seasons in Major League Baseball. He's won, an, uh, he's won a World Series. He's finished in the uh, top six MVP three times, top five MVP twice. He's led the league in walks three times. He's won a batting title. He's led the league in OPS uh, once, led the league in on base twice. I mean, this is an absolute stud, and he's been doing it for six years. And he's half a year younger than Adley Rushman. <laughs> that's why you go pay him. And that's why he will make more money than Judge. And that's why the idea the Yankees won't give him more money than Judge is crazy. He's 25 years old. What if he makes a jump? What if he enters the prime of his career and only gets better? I mean, what if we see the best year possible out of Juan Soto, the best year of his career with the New York Yankees this year? He's younger than Adley Rushman. That's crazy. That You're is telling cr- me Volpe that, can't make a jump either? Like, that's right. And that's what have, someone said to me. Oh, you have all these young kids for the Orioles regressing. How about Volpe? All right, maybe defensively he won't win another gold glove, but he hit 200. Like, Volpe didn't have a great I, – I, you know, you would – I mean, you would expect Volpe to, 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 to get better. Nothing, you know, Volpe struggled. The Yankees didn't win 100 games. They struggled. Like – yeah, they might regret. You know, Volpe might regress a little bit in areas, but yeah, if he gets worse than two hundred, he won't be the shortstop of the Yankees. So you don't have to worry about him regressing. Verdugo's twenty seven. Verdugo's twenty seven. Yeah, the idea they're old and tired. Like, yeah, there are some old guys. Uh, there's a lot of guys, right? Glaber Torres, prime of his career. Judge, prime of his career. Soto, prime of his career. Verdugo, prime of his career. And I, I still think you put Cole, prime of his career. I know he's a little bit older, but he just won the Cy Young. Like, yeah, they have they have Stanton, they have DJ, they have Rizzo. But they have a lot of youth, too. Wells is a young kid coming up. They're going to eventually have uh, D- uh, Jason Dominguez in center field by the end of the year. Like, the Yankees aren't as old as people say. I can't wait for this Yankee season. I'm disappointed they didn't go all in. I am. And the day that that they traded for Burns and, and the Orioles got Burns, I screamed and yelled, and I and I'll I'll say it as, until I'm blue in the face. This offseason is underwhelming, but it certainly isn't bad. It's a very good offseason. It's just not a great one, and I I anticipated a great one. But they improved them. Give me another American League team who improved themselves more. Now, yes, the Orioles started with a higher ceiling, so getting Burns is a significant upgrade for a team that already won 100 games. But if you just look at it, look at all the different moves made so far. Now, Snell is still out there. Montgomery is still out there. But who's improved themselves more? 
What team's gotten better more than the New York Yankees? Adding Juan Soto and Verdugo. And Stroman. Val in the Bronx. What's up, Val? Brother Mac, how you been? It's been a long, long time. I've yeah, been what's up, man? How we doing? Wow. Hello? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I just wanted to say, I, 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 you know, I wanted to talk some Yankees and some Knicks with you. I, I totally agree with what you're saying as far as the Yankees are concerned. And, and I think the way that people need to look at it is like this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about where you are as far as when, where, where you are right now starting the journey? Because while the offseason is, is slowly dwindling to a point where we feel like it's getting to a point that it's over, Cashman already let you know in the last time that he spoke that he is not finished as far as completing what he has to do to this team. And while we still have a lot of questions, and most of our questions come in that starting rotation, we have questions, but we have time to get answers, figure out what we actually have, mm-hmm. and make moves. We haven't even gotten to the, to start the season, much less the trade deadline. No, I agree. So if it turns if it turns out that Rodon, it you know, does not come back to like to answer the question where we want him to, yeah, we could do something about that. If it turns out that you know maybe Strowman doesn't turn out to be the solid, consistent dude that we need him. You, we, we still have, t- like, but what we have right now, as far as what we're putting on the canvas to start the journey, this is a good starting point. And as far as the Baltimore stuff, they, they, those guys, people have film on them now. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's a lot. Like, even when you go back to, I've heard you made this rant about our young guys when we had the, the Sanchez and the, um, what was that kid that we had at first base? I can't even remember Greg, his name now. Greg Bird. Greg Bird, all those guys. People went back and watched film, and the next year they came back. There was a little bit of a regression. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, definitely anticipating a little that bit of a regression. But Sanchez, there's a chance. Yeah, no, listen, I, it, I agree. And Sanchez and Bird fell off the table, Val. Thank you. I mean, uh, Bird is in the Australian League. Bird's playing baseball down under. That's how far he's he's regressed. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Sorry, up against the break. We'll come back. Continue to talk. Uh, baseball, we'll get into, we can get into Barkley as well. And of course the Super Bowl and, uh, Brock Purdy's lookalike, which I, is interesting to say the least. Uh, but yes, I just think, you know, a lot went right. I know they lost Batista. I'm going back and forth with the guy on Twitter. They lost Batista at the end of the season. But I mean, a lot of every, every kid performed, everything went well. Bradish stepped up. Like they were just natural regressions. And yes, the Yankees do have, uh, the entire season, include up until the trade deadline, to improve, but it's not that easy to do it. Then, like it's 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 harder than ever to improve at the deadline. Harder than ever. Last year, they went into the season with a hole in left field, saying, "Oh, we'll fill it at, at uh, we'll fill it at the deadline." And Brian Reynolds, someone they targeted from Pittsburgh, signed a long term deal. And then at the tra- and then at the deadline, when everybody assumed they were going to go out and get Bellinger, the Cubs got hot and said, "Hey, you know what? We're still in this," and took Bellinger off the market. You have no idea. You have no idea how easy it's going to be. With the extra playoff team, more teams are involved, so they don't want to trade pieces, and more teams are involved looking for pieces. So it's never been – you've never had more competition with less product at a deadline in history. So to go into it saying, hey, no issue, we'll attack it at the deadline, it doesn't have – that argument doesn't carry the same weight it did just a few years ago. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you on the fan. Come back and finish our final hour here until 5 o'clock in the warm-up show. Again, McMonagle here in the overnights right here on the fan.